Welcome to the Taekwondo Daddy Podcast, a resource for martial arts students and parents by martial arts student and parent Logan Ramirez. Taekwondo Daddy, train hard, parents harder. Yeah, so welcome to season one, episode three of the Taekwondo Daddy Podcast, where we're basically doing like a one hundred and one. Not even like a pre one hundred one closet, like the zero one class, um, and it's that situation where you just enrolled your kid in martial arts, and and now what? Everybody's excited, and there's just a lot that goes on. And and with me this week is special guests, my instructor at the Christian Taekwondo League, and my good friend, Master Jose Ramirez. Welcome to the Taekwondo Daddy Podcast. Oh, thank you. I'm excited. I appreciate you having me here, and uh, it's good to talk about some of the stuff that going to definitely help everybody. Yes, sir. And for those of you who never met uh, Master Ramirez, you might notice he has a fun Puerto Rican accent. That's because he's from Puerto Rico. So that's fun. Yes, sir. And kind of sexy. <laughs> I think I can say that. Is that weird? Yeah. No, no, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Throughout this podcast, you know what we're doing here. We're kind of pairing. Um, uh, we're we're gonna, we're gonna. I'm gonna point out some things that I've experienced, some negative, some positive. Uh, we'll point out some keys to success, and then I'm gonna ask uh, Master Ramirez, who occasionally I may refer to as Jose, because I have the good privilege and fortune of him not just being my instructor, but we've become good friends and uh, and brothers. And um, so yeah, so so. Um, in no way any disrespect when I when or if I do that. It's actually the opposite. It's a it's a sign of respect because we've um, become good friends, and I know his family, and he knows my family, and my kids all love him, and he gives them all candy. So yeah, right, candy fall, and, and then sends them home <laughs> back to my wife. Yes, oh hyper. <laughs> and uh, all right, so um, but before we get going, I did want to ask. Uh, you know, I was thinking about like I signed up. Like, why why do in your experience, why do parents sign up their kids at all? Like, what are the big reasons? Well, the the biggest reason right now is uh, discipline. Uh, focus, discipline is very key for now. Um, a lot of kids nowadays, they just want to stay locked up to a, a tablet or a game, and they're not getting that much exercise, and then they're becoming really lazy, they're usually getting overweight in some cases, not all of the cases, but, um, but yeah, they, they're looking for, for a way to discipline and to help their children be better in school. And that's, I mean, these, these are the conversations the parents have with you. This is what they tell you. Hey, these are the goals. And exactly. The, wow. I didn't know that. Yes. Um, that's cool. I mean, my reasons were, were just, my kid was interested in, in, in being a ninja. Right, and so, and, and when I talked to you, I loved your approach to leadership first, and and raising up, um, you know, community citizens who are you know God abiding and and uh, fear the Lord and are ninjas. <laughs> you know, I don't think you used that word, but um, so yeah, I didn't know those were those are a lot of the reasons parents have. It's good. Yes, sir. Um, and and, and do you give them an idea of what they can expect? Like, well, okay, now what? Yeah, so so totally. Um, they I usually tell the parents you you have to trust me and you have to give me control, especially on the mat. We we're trying to change whatever culture and it's a team effort. 
So what we do is when you come in and we have a list that they can mark on some of the areas that they want to improve on their children. And, uh, but like I tell them, no matter how hard I work on those areas, if you're not doing the same thing at home, then it just throws everything away. So, so it's, it's making sure that when I'm in here, when, when I'm in at the, at the dojo and I'm teaching and I'm trying to implement those changes that they can go back home and support me, it's going to take a dedication from the parents. Yeah, no doubt. Um, well, good. I'm guessing we're going to get to some of that um, here in a minute. So, uh, so yeah, let's kind of dive in. So what I wanted to paint a picture of for parents who just enrolled their student is while you're super excited and, and, um, and whatever the reasons are that your child is there, I've come to really believe that martial arts is very different, um, than other sports like football or baseball or whatever. And, um, and so some of these I think might overlap, but some I think are somewhat unique. And so the first item I want to start with negative things like good, your, your kids in martial arts. Now, what can you expect? Well, and the first thing I would say, well, the first thing I would say is, uh, to expect some crying. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. When you, you have somebody different, um, you have different instructors or you have the lead, the chief instructor come out and tell, tell the kid that they have to stand in line and they have to wait their turn and find your start. And that they have to run and they can't stop running or they have to kick and they want to get a water break and you don't get a water break because right now we have a right. schedule to follow. So yeah, expect, expect some crying. And, and especially in our, in uh, my dojo and our dojo, uh, crying is not allowed because crying is not going to change the fact that you still have to stand attention. You still have to work hard. And uh, so I think that's one of the hardest thing is the parents see is your children crying and they cannot do nothing about it. Now they right. can, when the opportunity comes, when I say, okay, go do a water break. And that's the time that I encourage the parents. Okay. Encourage your student, your, your child, motivate your child. Don't talk about the negative. Okay. They, they just started. They're, they're white belt. They're, they're, they're learning how to walk in a different way. They're learning how to stand attention. So no matter how much you want them to be like other students that are already been there, it's going to take time. And every, every kid learns in a different, different level and a different time. Now, is there speaking of that, I mean, different levels, different kids. So do you see crying from all, all ages? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so too. I know I've cried. Right. I mean. No, no. Yes. Yes. I have cried. You know what I mean? It, it just, uh, sometimes the kids will get frustrated either because, um, they want to do what, but they don't want to follow the rules and they want to do what they want. And the instructors are not letting them do what they want because we are trying right. to, uh, stress out respect and, um, and dedication and perseverance and, you know, say yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And some kids are not willing to step out and say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And it's hard to change that culture. But at the end of the day, if your kids in martial arts, you can expect some crying. Exactly. Totally. Totally. Expect some crying. And, um, uh, I know in our dojo, I don't know how all the justice does. We, we don't allow it, but we understand, uh, crying is something that, that the Bible talks about. Jesus did Jesus wept and it's okay to cry, but what's the reason you're crying? Are you crying because you're angry? Are you crying because right. you're frustrated? Why are you crying because you actually hurt? 
So it's one thing if the kid is crying because it's hurt, we remove them from the floor. We let the parents look at it. We look at it, and then we bring them back in. We don't let them sit down because what's going to happen is um, they'll continue crying, and they know that well, if I cry, the instructor is going to let me step out from the floor, right, and right. my training is stopped. So then we have to change that culture too. Yeah, good. Well, good. So expect crying parents. Um, ex- expect crying from your kids' parents. Don't expect crying parents. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, some so, parents do cry too. Oh, really? No, yeah, I didn't. Well, I didn't know well, let me give me an example. Uh, um, I had a couple of parents that come in and they 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 have to see their their children fight to whatever they're going through, uh, mentally, physically. Uh, and, and, and their, their parents get touch about it. I remember, I remember a good friend of ours. I don't want to mention names, sure. but, uh, his wife, every time she came to, to see practice, she was very emotional and she cried because either his mm. son was, uh, going through, through some hard times and she couldn't bear to see him go through that. She wanted to be that mama sure. bear, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, okay. that mama eagle. That. Yeah. So yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Yeah, you bet. Um, okay, so the second thing, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. You probably don't know about this one, but but I would say expect some, if your child started to do martial arts, then you can expect them to at some point to kick or punch someone outside of the dojo. So probably a sibling, yes. like probably a brother or sister is going to take a judo chop to the neck. And, yes. Yes. And um, there was actually, so my kid actually kicked a kid at school last year, not, not being mean. I was there when it happened, him and his other kid were just playing and, you know, he doesn't know control yet. He was just, he just learned a sidekick and he was, he threw a sidekick, man, and, and hit, hit this kid and, um, and hurt and the kid was crying. I mean, and, and, um, you know, I had to talk, I had to go sit and talk with the parent and, you know, we worked it out and she the, the mom still gives me dirty looks to this day but um but it was a you know it was one of those moments where i thought man if my kid wasn't doing martial arts this wouldn't have happened right um right. so have you heard other stories like that yeah, where totally it, it, it usually happens with um siblings and i also had problems with some kicks uh kicking their parents either because they're frustrated and now they have developed a new muscle memory in a sense of kicking and a sidekick or punching. And they tend to want to do that to the siblings or the parents. And that's oh, a big no-no. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we, I always tell the parents, just communicate that with the instructors, myself. And then we'll, we'll make sure that we address it. And if it continue going, then there's consequences they have to deal with. You know what I mean? Sure. So yeah, every everything has consequences. So we're trying to teach those children that their action has consequences. Just like us, the adults, when we do something wrong, we deal with the consequences. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. So so yeah, but that can be pretty e- easily. And in, in our dojo, we usually uh, do some extra exercises, and we push them to to a way that they understand that that wasn't acceptable. And if you do this, then you have to do extra exercises. And oh, that yeah. that no, usually I- that usually helps out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I, I put LJ through the ringer. Um, when we got back home, I made him I do a lot of exercises for that. And, right. Um, right. He never did it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So number three in my, um, things to expect starting out here on the negative side is to expect to pay for some more stuff. So yes. you, you're paying for tuition. 
and then yes. there's going to be other stuff. Right. And I, and to be fair, I don't think this is any different than any other sport. Right. But maybe, maybe you could uh, share light on what things parents can expect to pay for. Okay. So one of the things you, you mentioned all the sports, for example, you go to a soccer, soccer um, team. Well, you know, out front right away, I don't know, but I'm sure you're going to have to pay for some gear. I mean, and then you pay for yep. maybe maybe just a one-time thing. You know, you say, I don't, and I don't know, but I figure, okay, you have to buy uniforms or let somebody sponsoring you, and then, then you're going to have parties that you do, and then you need equipment to train with. Uh, mm. So so you're going to pay some up front. And Taekwondo, uh, the way we do it, and I know a lot of people do it, we do by stages. So we we first we first you need to pay for the tuition, the beginning tuition. You you pay association fee, and the association fee usually includes the uniform. You know what I mean? The uniform, the patches, whatever it is, and then you pay the first month rent. So that's the beginning, that's the initial investment. And then as we continue moving forward, your kid is gonna start learning how to uh hit and punch. And then when we get him trained up, now you're gonna have to buy them the gear. So they can protect themselves. So right. I, I'm talking about mouthpieces. Now, one of the biggest thing about mouthpieces, if you if you don't if you're not monitoring your kid, well, you're going to be buying a lot of mouthpieces, right? Because they'll lose it. Yeah, so absolutely. you know, and it happens. It happened. It happened with me as when my son was was uh, growing up in the martial arts, and I remember buying mouthpieces. They might grow out of the mouthpiece. They might grow out of their cup. It's especially if you're a male. So they're getting uniform. Yeah, Yeah, it'll get yeah, exactly. Uniform as 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 they keep going, the headgear, foot gear. So a lot of times we have a package set up to give you discount because we don't understand that. But what we do is we split it. So we don't want to overwhelm anybody first. So we say, okay, this is what you pay now. And then when it's time to get the, the gear, when it's time to really start working on punching and hitting each other, he's gonna need to be protected. I'll let you know how much it is, and then we'll order it. Yep, got it. And then all the stuff um, like shirts. You know, you you want to represent the school, so there's shirts that we usually different designs that we do, and we always experimented. And, and uh, you want to show your colors when you go to competitions. You everybody wants to look, uh, you know, uh, you know, um, uniformal. Is that a word? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, you want to look yeah. like uh, you, you have the same uniform. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be yeah, in the same ahead. uniform. Right. And so that's always kind of common. And, and I have found out throughout my, my years, just also as a student and as a dad, that um, I always liked when a new, a new shirt came in because I was ready to support. So I didn't have right. anything about it. A new design came in. You know, I was, I was ready to support because I was really proud of my school. And that's the way I could show it. So. Got it. No, I agree. Um, yeah. The other thing I think I listed was uh, testings. You pay for yes, yes, testings thank you. Yes. across the board. Right, exactly. Um, and then if you're if you're going to travel, there'll be tra- you know travel tournaments. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and I, so yeah, I think it covers all of them: swag, gear, yes, stickers, tournament, tournaments. Lots of tournaments are big, even though our school doesn't do that many tournaments per year. But it's important for for students to go and compete and, and show what they have learned in the school against other schools. Um, and, and I know the competitions we do, they're pretty safe and they're there to learn and they're competitive. And, um, 
uh, it's good because uh, when the kids win and, and they get their trophy and the medal, then it's great. You know what I mean? And they come back more mm -hmm. energetic to come back to the studio to continue learning. So, yeah, so paying for tournaments is very good. Traveling, we, we do a quite a bit of traveling in the sense of seminars and Hall of Fame. And uh, we like to go and have dinner together or, or, you know, do different stuff together. So, yeah, so I expect to spend some money on that. You betcha. Um, right. The next one I have is expect disappointing looks from your instructor. <laughs> yeah. So is that towards the parents? Or the, or the, I don't the know. Child? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just, so uh, here's, here's one of the biggest thing is um, disappointing looks, especially when I, I have sent multiple emails, texts. Mm. I, have, I have put the information on the board and I say, please don't be late. This is very important. We're trying to, teach to be uh right. to be prompt and and to be on time and it is not okay to be late and and, and then but the, uh, the the sad is that the kids cannot get there by themselves that's right so to me parents are so important and communication with each other is so important so when a parent is late especially when i've been driving this for like three or four weeks maybe a month and right. they come late you know they'll get the dirty look Yeah, you know I mean, uh, I have to sometimes we, we want to make sure that our uniform is clean and is tapered properly. And when I have to repeatedly tell the parents, okay, we need, we need the, 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 the gear is too long for them. They're going to trip. It's not safe, safe for them. Or, or I can't see their hands, you know, just, it's, we, we, we'd say before recent, first of all, unity, make sure we all look right. And then safety wise. Yeah. So they get that right. dirty look for that. Um, sure. And, yes. Yeah. Go no, go ahead. And, yeah. and the kids get dirty looks all the time. Uh, we, uh, it, it, <laughs> well, be, because we want them to be perfect, even though they're not going to be. But if I right. can strive to push them and put them in a situation that always going to strive, they're always going to push, they're always going to be in a in a defensive state because they all the kids wants to do great for their parents and their instructor. So sometimes sure. you know if you if you're too friendly with the kids on the floor then they're not going to react and push harder when you kind of give them that dirty look and gonna like, give them a little growl and say, mm -hmm. hey, get where you need to be. You want to make sure that they're always in a ready state of mind, uh, not too loosey. You bet. And, and it's an, this is an interesting one for me when, when I thought about it because the, the role of the instructor, I think, is particularly interesting because while you're an authority figure, you're not usually a parent, though you're a parent figure, And, right. and it's a paid sport, you know, the parents are paying mm -hmm. for, to do mm -hmm. something. And so, um, but, but, and then a third layer to that is, is, you know, the closer you get with somebody, uh, especially a student or a parent mm -hmm. who you, who you like and have a high expectation for then the more, um, the more that it kind of hurts when they let you down mm -hmm. and, and yes. that's, but that's just to be human. So exactly. I think what's important to remember about that whole idea of disappointing looks is that um, in, in a real way, uh, it, it's a it's it's so good. It's so good. It's there for the reasons you're talking about for encouraging. But it also sort of represents um, it can represent, you know, friendship and closeness. Exactly. Um, you know, the danger, exactly. I think, though, would be, you know, someone who really is, is not empathetic at all and mm -hmm. is just always disappointed. I mean, I can see right. that happening, too. So is there a right. way that you kind of manage your disposition so that you can 
you know, not let your personal life, you know, impact on the floor or some other students, you know, how do you kind of work through that over the years? Well, 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 definitely that that's always the hardest thing, especially I, as an instructor have a close relationship with all my students and parents. So it's good in one way and it's hard the other way. You know what I mean? Because we all human, we all going to make mistakes. And when you're close with somebody like that, well, then you, then you mistakes is going to happen and we're all human and you might not like what I say or not, but I think the biggest thing that I do at, at the dojo is I, I am different in the floor where the mat is at and then outside the mat. What I, well, let me explain. So when I'm in the floor and I'm instructing, I am very serious. I'm always motivated and I'm, I'm always yelling if you did something good or bad. My tone is always the same. But then as soon as I the class is over, even though I corrected or maybe I was not happy with any other students or whatever happened, that stays on that floor. Right. And before they leave, they're going to get a hug, a high five from me, a motivation. Hey, good job. Hey, you, 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 you did not do well this, uh, on this. You need to work on that, and everything's going to be okay. And, you know, I, I'm a candy giver. I love giving candy to the students mm-hmm. if they earn it. Right. So – uh, you know, they could be sad with me or not happy with me, but as soon as I say line up for candy, they all get happy again. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, and, and they forget. And then, and I don't bring, and I try my best not to bring back that the next day they come. Sure. You know, I greet them when they come in. Hey, how you do? I like to greet everybody by name. Right. They come in. Hey, Elijah. Hey, uh, Juanito. Hey, Pepito. What, yeah. Whatever it is. How you guys doing today? And I like to shake hands with the parents. And the students, and and show some personal uh, touch uh, with each student because each student and each parent is different. So, so I have to make sure. And and it, and, and I tell you something. You mentioned about uh, bringing emotions to the floor, and that's the hardest thing to do. Is when you having your own issues, and you try to do your best not to bring it out. And and something, just a, a kid or a parent, just something. And sometimes it comes out, but you have to know when to say I'm sorry. And to right. recognize that that it was wrong. Yeah, that's great. It's a great word for every, every instructor to hear, and parents too. Um, I mean, that's a, a life lesson. I, when I think about disappointing looks, I immediately think about all the ones I give my kids, and uh, how many times I've been apologetic for some of them. Um, okay, so number five: expect to be at the dojang a lot. <laughs> yes, and that's a big issue. Um, uh, and it's hard. Totally understand. Um, I, I was uh, I was in the Navy for 20 years, uh, husband, uh, sailor, and a dad that did martial arts. And, and sometimes I remember working 24 hours, getting off, getting off, working another eight-hour shift, and then getting to to me, my my wife and my son at Taekwondo because it was that important for me, especially when my when we decided right. to do it. Right. So um, that was me. That doesn't mean everybody is like me. So um, the more, how can I put it? it? Martial arts is a consistency. The more you're consistent and the more you practice, the better you're going to get. The muscle memory is going to kick in. Okay. So um, in my school, if you're not ready to advance, you're not going to advance. We just don't let you. So how do you advance in my school? Well, you have to be in class. So my school has three classes to four classes a week. That's a lot. That's right. a lot. 
But I, I want to give all the students, especially the parents that are paying for the students, I want to sure. make sure that they're getting what they're paying. Right, the most so, value. Yeah, exactly. So so most value. So sometimes I, I know the parents, and, and like you, you're there all, every day. You know what I mean? You're, you're either yeah. either you or your son or your wife. They're there every day, and it takes a toll on everybody. Right. I totally understand, and and I ha- and I had definitely have to be very mindful about that. But we also want to make sure that that there you're there to get the training, um, so then you can continue moving forward. So it, right. it has to be a balance, and that's the hardest thing. Is you know some schools say, "Well, come anytime you want," but the problem is with that is. Um, if you only come once a week, well, some students can do okay with once a week. Right. right. I mean, and that's okay. And the the dad, like you and your son, I know you guys are practicing. We're practicing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I can trust that if you don't make it for the week, you still doing your homework. You know what I mean? Uh, but do I want you to be gone for a week? No, not at all. Because you pay me, you pay me for me to teach you and, and to be around and, and being around other students, it pushes those other students. Yeah, you betcha. You know what I mean? Because they all want to reach that that level. And um, so, yeah, you're going to be there a lot. Uh, but it's a sure. commitment. And I think one for uh, anybody who listens to this, who uh, I'm, a, I'm a parent and I'm also a student. So the five days a week is a combination yes. of the schedule of my son's and mine. <laughs> so I don't think a lot of dojos would expect w- – a student to be there five days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's, it, you know, it's, it's three to four, um, mm-hmm. you know, two to four, I guess, depending how old you are, if you're doing sparring and weapons. Right. And, right. Um, all right. So then another one, I, I, the next one is expect the curriculum to change. Yes, you know, sir. To, to be, you know, I think we don't need to go deep into the CTL story, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine the degree of change is going to vary school to school. Exactly. Um, but, but one of the things I like about change, and especially as I've seen um, you progress in your own martial arts career, is is uh, it reflects learning, continuous learning. Yes, sir. So, so my, my question is, how do you manage and control the pace of change? Exactly. So, yeah, that's very important. And um, I, it, it, you have to make sure that your leadership – and your advisors are in point with everything that you have to do. So communication is very big. And you can't just do a sudden change. It has to be directly done. So then it doesn't affect too much the students. Okay, so so one thing we need to continue is we teach. If you're going to teach the three basic kicks, front, side, round kick, that has to be consistent. You know what I mean? As you create the, the changes... So there has to be something consistent so make it as less noticeable for the parents and the students that there was a change made. But you have to also communicate that there are changes being made. And, 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 and the hardest thing is sometimes people don't like change. So the, the way I think we work that I, I always seek a lot of counsel. And, and some I take in, 80% of them I take in, and 20% I can't take it in because it's really sure. going to damage what I'm trying to do with my students. Right. But but talking to the parents, explaining what we're doing and why we're doing it um, is so key. A lot of a lot of instructors just say, well, I'm going to do it, and I don't care what the parents uh, think about it. 
you know, well, you, you're going to have people leave and, and you're going to have, yes. and, and even though how much you perfect, you do it, there's some going to be people that, that cannot be able to manage the change and they're going to end up right. going to a place that they can't manage uh, what they're doing with the children. So yes, uh, expect changes. We try our best to make it less visible or less harder than that the students, but like everything, when there's a change, there's some struggles and, if you make sure you keep your parents advised and you continue talking to your mentors and you, you continue talking to those leaders that you assign in your studio, then it should be pretty pretty smooth with some bumps in it. Sure. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. Um, okay, so the next one I uh, wrote was expect a lot of email. Yes. And, and I think the, yes. the, broader, the broader statement may be expect a lot of communication. And yes, yes. I think it's important. I think you have to do it. I mean, what, what, you know, what other way can you do it? So I, I don't want to dwell on the on the quantity no. so much as I want right. to. I want to. I'd like you to yes. address what are some of the best ways you found to communicate, so parents can tap into those ways. Oh well, yeah. So so the easiest way, to be honest, is for the parents when they come into the studio, is listen to what the instructor says. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Basically, I I, I mean, you announce it every day. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we talk about it. There's a, there's a, in my studio, in our studio, there's a board that tells you what's upcoming events. Yep. Um, I, uh, when the schedule change, I give people a, I try to give them a week to hopefully to, to make those changes, especially if I'm adding or changing something major. So, so I try to give them that, but the, the problem is that a lot of the parents don't come to the dojo. They just drop their kids. Right. Right. And, and in this case, it's like being in Texas. You got some parents that are more into Spanish than English or, or whatever. And then I have to make sure that when I send an email, mm -hmm. I have to send an email in, in English and then I send another email in Spanish to get to yeah, those. I, and I, sometimes. I yeah. And then, yeah. And then sometimes some parents don't read email. They just don't have right. the time. So exactly. then I have to send texts. And then I have to, and then I have to verbally talk to them. I have to make phone calls. So, right. so being a martial art instructor is uh, not as easy as people think. It, it takes a lot of time. It's a twenty-four-seven a job. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I really want parents to hear that because I know that I know how much time you spend just on communication. And if they would, um, you know, make an effort to try and stay connected, that would obviously help. Exactly. It definitely yeah. helps. The Amando emails and the reason. I have to send a lot of emails is because, again, the parents are not reading email and then they're not where they need to be. And then I'm getting phone calls and texts for something that I've been saying for a week or two. So, right. Yes. All right. So the last negative one before I get to the list of positives is expect your child to fail. Right. And and that's very big. Um, uh, right now, our society is all about making our children feel great and we should don't get me wrong but re reality is out there people don't care for you or your children and if they're always winning 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 and they don't fail they're not gonna grow so how how do we fail uh how did they fail in martial arts well maybe they don't get the stripe on time because maybe they did not learn their scripture when he, they should have or maybe they 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 did not practice that specific kick and we know that they can do better, 
but they haven't practiced, so then they're not gonna get a, a, a you know a stripe for knowing their basics. Right. So yeah, so and but we always say failure is not an option. But if they're not gonna they're not gonna give you a hundred percent, then then failure failure have to happen to teach those students, including adults. I'm not talking about little kids too. Sure, including adults. I have failed a couple of adults. Mm-hmm. Right. Because they haven't met those requirements. And I could be like, well, they're going to leave or they're going to be angry at me. I, I really think that if the instructor really care for the students, then they make sure that they get the information properly. Because when you decide to put that student in, in a black belt, that is your name that's going into that black belt. And, right. and, 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 and that's the worst thing you can do is to promote somebody to a, to a black belt that wasn't a black belt and they end up getting hurt out there because mm-hmm. of just wearing that belt. So, right. yeah, failure is not an option, though. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> it, 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 one of the, even at a smaller grain, what yeah. I think about is I think part of um, uh, an instructor's job is to create scenarios where. Um, where they fail. So not just, you know, failing a testing or not getting right. a stripe or yes. a promotion, but, but even, even when I think about, you know, like when you, when you hold up the pad for me to kick, you know, you intentionally raise it to a place I can't reach. Exactly. And, and, um, and that's intentional. You, you, you're yes. not, you're making me fail so that I can experience what it takes to get better. Exactly. Um, and that's very key. So yes. I think I think it's an important part of what, what you do. So, totally. so again, I think parents who are signing up, you can expect that your kid is going to fail at some point um, and probably consistently, but that's part of what we're trying um, to do to, to make Perseverance is very key in, in, as a martial art in, in life. Be able to push through those failures uh, is very important. You bet. All right, good. So, so those are all the ones that came up with negative ones. I don't want to dwell on any more of them. I do now want to move into ones that are super positive. Yes, sir. And so uh, the first one I thought about was expect your child to be more respectful. Totally. And and have you seen? Can you do you have any stories where where you've seen a child really change his attitude because of martial arts? Well, right right away. Uh, we we expect you know I always talk to to my leaders and we have one hour to change people's life because they might not come back. And, the, and, and I always have said that martial arts starts with respect and ends with respect. So as soon as I start talking to any any uh, students, especially when they're just coming in, just to check us out and try us out, I start hitting on that. You know, sit straight. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. And I won't let them continue forward unless they I hear them say yes, 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 ma'am. And then I encourage Absolutely. them to do the same thing with their parents. And I love it when the parents come and say, you know, his behavior is much better. When I call on him, he moves quickly and he says, yes, ma'am. And, and you know, that's one of the biggest things that I've been having problem with. That I have to call him like three or four times, but not no more because now we, we you know, you they don't, they just can't yeah. walk from one start to the other. And they have right. to say yes, sir, and always be loud. And that's carrying into the house. So, yes, we, we get that, that right away. So you have, yes, you have seen um, respect. And I know, again, speaking um, in our house, you know, all of our children are more respectful. One of the fun pieces, too, is, um, and unexpected, is as as you've set the bar for respect in the dojang, it was a higher bar than we had expected of ourselves as parents. So we've raised our bar. And, and now when I 
talk to my kids, you know, the younger ones too, you know, you know, yes, I expect yes, sir. And yes, ma'am. And, um, and another way you show respect in the dojang is, uh, we take off our shoes and, um, and we've, we, we did that in the past, but we didn't do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And now I do it all the time. Yes. I mean, anywhere I go, we're kicking off our shoes and all my kids are kicking off their shoes. And, <laughs> um, so those are two fun things that were not just for Elijah, but it's permeated throughout the entire Ramirez household. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Okay. Second one, I would say it's kind of like respect, but expect your child to improve their listening skills. Totally. The first thing so, we do is, uh, and I'm sorry, not to cut you off. I just got excited about that subject. (laughs) I think one of the things we love is, you know, they come in and now they're, now they're listening. They have to listen. It's a look and listen. And we really focus on that because we just don't want them to do great at the dojo, but we want them to improve how they do in school. And one of the biggest things that we have when the kids nowadays go to school they don't have body control and they're constantly not listening and their extension is not what they need to be. So one of the things we do push is we have stars in the mat and they have to stand in attention and they always have to stay focused and we don't let them, uh, we don't let it to get off focus. And, and we ask them to say, yes, sir, aloud. That means that they're listening. So one thing that we have found out, uh, and this is just not in my school, but in all the martial arts school, if they do it right, is that the kids' grades improve because now they're more, they're 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 listening more, they're more focused because we we as we really push focus. So yes, I think I think uh, listening skills is going to go big time up. Yep, and and it's a and it's fun for me to think how it's a learned skill. Like I like how yes, sir. I've seen um, people get better at it, and um, you guys stay with it. All right, the next one. So expect better physical conditioning. Totally, um, and that's one of the biggest things that some parents come back and say. You know, he's just sitting there at home playing games all day, and he's not getting healthy, and he's just getting sluggish. So one thing we do is we we start with we start with a lot of exercise especially any, any sports, you know, soccer, basketball, and stuff like that is you, you're going to exercise. So you're going to get mentally and physically strong. Muscle toning is very key because of our punching and kicking. So they're not just going right. to get stronger physically, but their bodies are going to start toning that in return and helps them grow stronger and better because we also do our stretching. Right. Well, that's the next one. Yes. Expect better flexibility. Yes. So, yeah, we, we incorporate all the training, but then uh, we have people like you that really have studied some great ways to to stretch the body and we implement uh, your stretching and we have focused more on that. A lot of times we just want to go straight to the meat right. in a sense of like punching and kicking and oh, yeah. running and stuff like that. But then, you know, then are we not really protecting our students because we're not stretching them out. And we're not teaching how important right. a stretch. So what, that's one, one big thing that we have changed in our program is making sure that they're warming up properly and we're taking time to stretch out at the beginning of the class and uh, at the end of the class. And uh, we, it prevents us from having less injuries and it helps the body grow and stretch out. You betcha. So, you know, when Grandmaster Thompson, something he had said a while back was flexibility is the key to life. Yes, really, I think it's really when I really started taking flexibility more seriously was this idea that 
as I age and, you know, then I go watch guys like Bill Wallace and they're, I don't know how old he is, but he's up there, um, doing, you know, continuing to be doing the middle splits. Yes, that's and crazy. I'm like, Man, that, that's, I'd love to be that kind of grandpa. Yes. yes. 73 years old, 74 years old. Yeah. I didn't want to say it, but, yeah, but you know, everybody knows. He's, yeah. 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 <laughs> 73, 74 years old, but, uh, but it's impressive. I want to be like him. At it's, 73 it's so years old. impressive. Right. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes, so it's okay yeah. to say it, I guess. Yeah, all right, so uh, the next one. So expect proud looks from your instructor. Oh, totally all so the tell, time. So t- yeah, so so tell me what. So I want to hear some of your proudest moments for, for that you've seen. You, you, when you think about all the students you've had, what are some of your proudest moments? Or just day to day, what are your proudest? Oh, moments? just just when I know the student comes in. Example, I had a great a great student named Elijah, and, and you know he's been practicing, and when he comes in and. And he's focused, and the kicks are where they need to be. Uh, and, and, you know, it's not that how can I, but he's going to do it all the time. But when he does it, man, I rejoice to see that. And, I'm, and I tell him, good job. And I'm so happy you've been practicing. And then when, when we work on the forums, and you can see how he just getting there where he knows, it, I can tell he practiced. So one thing that structural love is when the students go home and practice because it shows the next yes, time sir. they come in. So... One of the biggest proud. Another another one is seeing your student graduate from from high school, and then make mm, it like yeah. West Point. We have one of our sure. students, yeah. one of my instructors, a young instructor, uh, super talented, and and he got selected to go to West Point, and and, and that's yeah. so awesome, and, and yeah, so it's it. I love to hear more the, the good stuff than the bad stuff because that means we're all being part and we're doing the right job so yes sir all right next one expect to build friendships totally we encourage that um example i have two students uh female students and this these two girls are uh, inseparable they wanted they challenge each other they call mm-hmm. each other they want to hang out with each other one thing that we we do is we go to do hikes together as a family, uh, and, and give the the time the kids to play. We also do stuff like uh, we do ninja nights. And this coming Saturday, we're going to be doing a pizza pizza night with Master Ramirez. Which so when you know we I buy them pizza and they bring they bring uh, a video and we watch video and we do pillow fights and that just bring unity to the team. Right. So yes, friendship is very very important. And, and 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 to add, me and you, even though you are my student, but our friendship is really strong, and I take a lot of advice from you, and and, yes, and I love when you come and tell me, you know, we need to do this better, or or you know, I didn't agree with this, or and whatever it is, like a simple email, how to properly send an email, I love that, mm-hmm. you know, you've been working <laughs> okay. on me for a long Thanks, time, but you know, <laughs> eventually I'll get it. So, so stuff like that. If if I didn't have a relationship with my students and friends, then I wouldn't be able to do the job I do properly. Right. Absolutely. Friendship is very important. Yeah. So parents, you can expect to see friendships cultivated at the Dojang. Um, All right. So then another thing I like a lot, and this is one of the ones that I think is a little different than other sports, is you can expect that if they get involved in martial arts, it can be a lifelong passion or at the very least, a lifelong fitness hobby. Yes, sir. Um, and and again, I think that's different than, you know, you can 
like football and like baseball, but you can't really play those at a high level for a long time. Right. And I feel right. like there's a, I feel like you can practice martial arts at a pretty high level for a pretty long time. Right. Um, and, and, and you in particular, I mean, your whole family is involved in martial arts. Right. So how, how have you, I mean, do you remember a time when it wasn't part of like your marriage and your family? Right. So, so, um, so I started when I was 17 years old. This was something that I did uh, throughout my, my young life and through my military career. And when my son came in, uh, uh, when my son turned five years old, then I told my wife that I wanted him to do martial arts. Before then, my wife was a book reader. She loved to read a lot of books. Gio, just a small five-year-old, likes to play with daddy and games and stuff like that. We didn't have something that we did together as a unit, as a family. So, but when we started him in martial arts, then my wife started coming and started joining. And then I started again. Then we have something in common. We have the same goals. Like an example, you and your your son practice forms. That. Some other opinions that might that brings you and your son closer, and it right. did. Right. And you know, I started communicating more with my wife because we have something in common that you communicate, and we have the same goals. So then that brought me, my yeah. son, and my wife closer because we have something that we can all relate to and right. something we we're working on together. And hopefully, you know, again, I think it's true if you stay with martial arts, but it just becomes this thing that's just part of your life. And I've certainly yeah, exactly. seen that with you, it and it's starting to happen um, in our household as well. Um, right. Okay. And then. Uh, and it's healthy. Oh yeah. I mean, exactly. Like physically, emotionally, spiritually. I mean, you know, I can't think of anything that ha- that covers sort of the whole mind, body, soul concept than martial arts. What well, and do you feel you? You know, you're you still in the workforce. Do you feel that martial arts in some ways have helped you in your job? I, I haven't, I, I've, I've thought about that recently. I haven't found a way in which, um, no, I haven't, but I've only been doing it, you know, for, you know, 18 months or, you know, almost, almost two right. years. Right. So, right. um, um, conversely martial arts has, well, I mean, hasn't impacted the way I do my daily job, but I do now if, if, if I'm having lunch at the office, I, I like stretch. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I would, I would never been like trying to do the middle splits at my office. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, or like That'd be po- cool, though. close the door and I'll, I'll used to, you know, practice forms or something. Um, right, so it right. has actually bled into my work life, but not in, right, I can't right. think of a way in which I've, um, it's changed the way I present PowerPoint or something like that. Um, right, but awesome. it, it still could, especially as we get more into um... yeah. And, and some people don't, some people do. In, in my case, being in the Navy, um, the leadership I learned as my process to become a black belt and an instructor. Well, all those qualities that we teach our leaders were blend into the Navy because I was leading sailors, right. and, and I had that that foresight and that uh, how can I put it. Uh, uh, I'm trying to, I forgot the word I'm trying to say. Um, you have that focus to get the the job get done. You know what I mean? You, you have that push. You know what I mean? So, uh, there's all the word I want to find, but I can't okay. get it right now. So. Good enough. Let's move on. So next one I have is, is expect to have fun. Yes. And so how, yes. And, and, and this is one that's really huge for me because, um, 
I, I dread the day. Well, I mean, it happened with, with Nora, with my daughter. I mean, she did not mm-hmm. like going to the studio anymore. Right. And, right. and part of that was her age. And there's a lot of reasons why. It, right. And I'm not sure it's right. preventable. Right. But in some cases, I think it is preventable. That's why I want to bring it up. Right. And that's why I yes. work so hard to try to make sure that Elijah has fun. Because once you right. burn out, man, it's tough to recover. It's time to um, recover. So so how have you, how do you, I mean, I experienced the way you found but How do you think about, hey, how, how, how are we going to make sure that this experience is serious? We're learning and we still have fun. Uh, you mentioned a few of them already, well, Ninja Night, things like that, but yeah, yeah. And, and those are outside, you know I mean? We, we do Ninja Night outside, but in, in the floor, I think it's, it, there's a time to be very serious and there's a time to, to joke around. Sometimes, right. uh, the kids are, you know, in the middle stance and an instructor's teaching and I go on and bump them. They mm-hmm. love that. They love yeah, to get bumped and, they were work. They were working on their their uh, um, balance, but I go home and bump them. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Or or I do something funny like that. Or I, I bring a little. We call it the wiker, and we yeah, come in yeah. and it's like, and we make them run around and they raise their hand. And the kids love that. I mean, I don't know who love I, my students love to get hit with the wiker. I don't know why, <laughs> but you know they they just love when the wiker comes out. And I'm like, man, I I don't. That's kind of weird, but hey, it works. You know, so. Right. So stuff like that. And we're just trying to, there's time to be serious and then time to have fun. Uh, I, I love when sometimes you just, at a, at a water break or something, you just just grab a kid and flip them up, you know, make them do a flip. And they love yeah. that. Right. Exactly. You know I mean? So we, do, we don't want right, to always, yeah. yeah, they have to have a balance, That's you right. know, and, and sometimes you, we have to be, uh, we have to be driven because we have a certain, uh, uh, curriculum that we have to go through that day but there has to have time for fun you know what i mean and, and sometimes we do balance games and the other day i i, I had a advanced class and i said okay we're gonna do forward flips just because right i mean it doesn't you don't have to be a, like super ninja to do it but they love doing it yeah 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 and so so you just find ways to do it and and, and you're right if you so constantly so serious and so uh, military like and I have learned to have to have that that change when to change and stuff like that and and uh, you know they love candy and they love sodas and they they like to have high fives and uh, I like when when the leaders uh, hit the noodles in the ground make them jump over when they're running right. Right. so all that's the so all that stuff yeah all that stuff and it has to be done because uh, we we want to make sure that the kids are also having fun while they learn. Yeah, you betcha. So good. So parents, again, you definitely expect your kid to have fun along the way. And then uh, the last positive one I have. So conversely, to expect your child to fail is the opposite. Expect your child to succeed. And yes. Um, and so so what is success for you, uh, for a student, like for your students? How do you sort of define success? Mm-hmm. Man, I, I tell you, the biggest thing is the change that had made at home. Really, the respect, the, the be able to listen to the parents, uh, to be able to help the parents. And then success for me is that their grades have increased, that the, the right. teachers are so happy to see those students because they know they can count on that person. They know they're not going to bring any problem. They know they're going to be respectful. One thing that I always heard over and over again uh, how my son, starting at five years old, 
everybody loved to have my son in their classroom mm -hmm. because he knows he was going to say, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Please. Right. Thank you. He was going to have this weird tantrums. Uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't allowed. So, so, <laughs> right. so, 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 yeah. So having that, that is, I mean, it's important for you to earn your belt, but eventually one day it's time to move on. You know, especially if you're a young kid, you're going to get to high school and then you're going to go to college. But if I can teach you those respect and how to work hard, to get your grace up and be polite, then I did my job. Yes, sir. So, yeah, that that's, man, that's, I love that. I love it. Yeah, I think that's the right, I mean, if there is a right measure of success, I think that sure as heck is it. Um, okay, good. So those are list of negatives, list of positives. So let's wrap up with um, what I what I think is an important for any parent who's just put their kid in are, are thinking about keys to success. So you're, you've joined this thing that has a potential to be a lifelong journey and all these, I think, great positive benefits and, and negative things you got to plow through. So, so here I'm going to list some keys to success, and then we'll, we'll go as quick as we can, just sort of, um, okay. or as much time as it takes. But uh, okay. So, so first one, um, I think it's, and these are in no particular order, is choose a dojang slash instructor wisely. Exactly. Do your research. Um, one one thing that I like to do is. First of all, have a talk and see if we're the right fit from each other. Uh, you got some schools that they have, um, uh, they have contracts. And, and, and I'm not saying that contracts are, are bad. The contracts are there to make sure that, that the, the instructor and the dojo is still alive. Um, but a lot of times, as we know, the honeymoon is over and you realize that that instructor wasn't what you thought it was going to be. And the time got on, now you're stuck for six months, a year, and you're not going to be happy. So before you make a commitment or you decide to do whatever you're going to do in that school, do your research. Talk to the parents. I like to have, I like the new parents to talk to the parents already there. Um, because some instructors can tell you everything is beautiful and everything's going to be great. But what are the parents really thinking about it? Yes. So, huge, right. Yeah. Good. So okay, do so your next, research. Yeah. Next one I have is is watch class. So if you're if you're yes. a parent and you're going, watch class. More specifically, watch your student. Don't just go and work or check your phone. Right. And that's the biggest thing we're having right now. Not everybody, but I still have some parents that come in and they're on the phone and I'm speaking to them and I'm saying, parents, this is what they're gonna do and this is what's going on. And we 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 trying to either hey, we got homework to do, there's something going on. And they're not there. They're there, but they're not there. Sure. And they're not seeing if their kids are going through some struggles or not. They're not there to encourage their kid. They're there. Sometimes it's hard because they're there for me to babysit them. And I always say we're not a babysitting right. uh, class. So, so yes, uh, make sure you, you stay alert and you know what's going on with your children. And so you can help them out. And, and it's particularly fun for me to think about that one because that was my expectation when er my hope when I started um, two of my kids at your studio was I, I was so busy with my two jobs that I planned on using that time to work. In fact, you may recall when I first came, I always brought my laptop. Yes, sir. And, and, uh, and I worked. And so I never starting out as a parent, I, I didn't realize the importance of watching my child 
and and being involved and staying connected. And I never would have thought, hey, at times you're going to speak to the parents specifically. And if I had just left my earbuds in and worked, I would have always missed that. And and I'd miss all those moments from which Elijah or Nora looked up at me after they nailed some kick and they just wanted to celebrate. Exactly. And I would have just missed it. Yes. And um and so so you know so again I want I particularly wanted to share that cuz speaking as a parent who has been in that mode of work 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 um I I wanted to point out that um that I I I realize how wrong that is as a key to success if you really want your children to do well. That you've you got a partner in that way, parents. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And and sometimes I do fun stuff like, okay, hold your kick right here. Okay, mom, time to take a picture. Take a picture, right. moment. But they're not there. Yeah. They're not focused. Uh, so they, yeah. so I have to move on. And the kids, they right. do get disappointed. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, and I, and and then I have to do the job. It's like it's okay. Don't worry. We'll get we'll get it later. We got it. Let's right. keep going. You know. So right. so you're missing right. a lot. Right. You're missing a lot. You're missing a lot if you if you just focusing on. Uh, okay, the, the instructor is going to entertain and is going to do the stuff while I can do whatever I want. So, yes. Right. Good. Okay. Um, so the next one I have is, is don't be afraid to incentivize your child um, for doing well. Right. And to be fair, I want to caveat that one to really parents, you got to know your kid's love language. And, and I think most, most kids, most children, I'm not uh, a, a psychologist and I haven't read a lot of books about the psychology of children, but I think that there's two that resonate with all children. The first is quality time with mom and dad. Totally. So, so another reason why I think going and staying is better than going and dropping off. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, and the second one I think resonates with kids is getting stuff. So receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, so I know, you know, you have the candy deal at the dojo and that you run events. So as a parent, um, you know, I have incentivized Elijah with, you know, every now and then I'll just, you know, spot, take him out to McDonald's after, um, after practice and, and buy him whatever he wants. Hey dude, the menu's yours, man. Whatever you want, buddy. Awesome. Um, or, or I'll, you know, I'll, um, I'll, I'll pick a Saturday and be like, Hey man, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to do, let's go. And, um, and hey, you worked hard this week or, you know, a couple times, especially when nights where he was in tears after sparring, you know, um, and, and I would, I, you know, I'd be like, dude, I'm so proud of how hard you worked. Um, you know, let's go do something, man. So, um, so I don't know if you've seen other stories or want to comment more on that, but I just wanted to point out that to parents, I think a key to success is, is, um, don't hesitate to basically bribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, seriously. Yes. You have to do it. Everybody, everybody wants reward. Even me as an instructor, you as a parent, uh, you as a student, we all like to get that good job. You did great. Or, Hey, you know, we, we work hard. Hey, let's, let's have, let's, let's go get some pizza. You know, let, let's let's talk about it. And, and that's a great time that you can say, hey, let's go get some ice cream and, and talk about, you know, the day at martial arts or or not even that, the day at school or the day, you know what I mean? Sure, and right. encourage that. And and I love, one of the things I love, my son is 15 years old now, and I love coming over and asking him how he's doing. How was it? He's in <laughs> band right now. He's in marching band. And hey, Gio, you know what? What's going on? Talk to me about it. And, and when, you know, I try to throw a curve about, hey, any girls or whatever, you know, just fun stuff like that. It's like, no, dad, no, dad. You know what I mean? Or now nah, he's into working out. Sure. So he's 
watching that and and that you know i, I find out this new workout and and i did that and hey feel my arms dad feel my arms you know and that's so that's important cool, for me right? because you know that that's that's what we're looking for and and uh we all, all lately we haven't been eating together because i come a little bit late and then he's trying to watch his nutrition so he's eating a little bit earlier so he don't go to sleep full um but mm-hmm. that thing that i love is just we sit down in the in the and together and and we talk about stuff and then we read the bible after after uh before we go to bed and we pray together and we make sure that we we are um Filling each other's cup, like you said. All right. So the, another key to success would be to, for our parents, is to just sign up <laughs> yourself. Start, <laughs> just, yes. just Here, do here's it. the thing about that. You, you're there, again, some people stay there all week, you know, or you're there at least three times right. to four times a day, or you're there two times a week uh, and total four classes for that week. And you're observing, yeah. and, and I know there's a couple of parents that, that can do the forms better than their kids. You know what I mean? So why yeah. not, you know, earn something new, challenge yourself, uh, be healthier. And kids love when their parents do stuff together. That's, you know, right. one that's of the right. things I encourage is on Wednesday, we have our self-defense program from 7 to 8. And uh, I like when the parents come in and join the class. Uh, this is totally uh, given to them because their kids are part of the association. So this is something that they, they don't pay for um, and they get time to work and help their children get better. And the kids love that. I mean, you have to admit yeah, that you, you like today we were working on some really cool stuff and I saw you working with your son and, and, and you, t- and here's the thing, because you did that, you take, extra precautions to make sure that he's doing it right. And, and that right. means a lot. There's a touchy feeling there. You know what I mean? And and, 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 and your son says, sure. you know, my dad really cares for me. So, yes. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So sign up. dive sign in there, up. parents. Do it. Yep. Sign up. I would say especially, and again, for me, it was because right. I was there anyway. Exactly. And really, it was my wife exactly. that pushed me over. You know, Hallie said you know golly and you've been looking for something to do to get healthy you're already at the dojo you're already right. doing exactly. the forms to help the kids just exactly. sign up yeah, exactly yes <laughs> so, just like that, it happened are. to me and my uh, wife so yeah yeah there it is yeah yeah the um all right so then the next one i have is um uh, build a working relationship with the instructor as best as you can yes i i, I love think yeah right? no i'm sorry yeah well uh i love when we talk I love when I get a phone call and says this and this is happening, or I want you to know that that my son did great this in school. Can can we can we talk about it? Can can you mention it? You know, can can you give him a prop? You know, or can you encourage right. me and just say I'm trying to I'm trying to fix this with him. So having communication, I always tell my parents we're a family. My phone is on twenty four seven. If it's two o'clock and there's an issue, I want you to call me. I want you to trust me because we are a family and we'll pull together and we'll get through it, whatever it is. So, and, and I, I have found out that the parents have some great ideas <laughs> and they'll, they'll direct you the right way. If they really care, they'll direct you the right way and they tell you how it is. Yeah, right. And that's what I love about that. I am not afraid. I have an open door policy. When a parent sees something, a bad direction or something going on, they have, 
I want them to reach out to me and says, Mr. Ramirez, I like this or I did not like that. And, 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 you know, if you want, if you want to, uh, uh, if you have an issue with your instructor, don't be afraid. Talk to that instructor. If he's a great instructor, he'll sit down, talk to you, and he'll find a way to support you or to fix whatever was, was done. Amen. And so I encourage that. Have, yeah, it's so important. Yeah, yeah. So I think so too, just especially because, you know, another reason I liked the idea of my kids being in martial arts in, in any sport really, but again, particularly martial arts is I loved the idea of another disciplinarian voice in their life. And so, so yes, this, this parental figure you play and every instructor plays this responsibility they have. So again, more reason why I think a good working relationship with that instructor is so important. Mm-hmm. So you're in communication, you're staying in touch. And again, I think the kids see that too. Oh, well, that guy is close with my dad or my mom. Mm-hmm. And um, and that matters. And then the last key to success is another um, positive man. I think is just this idea of having fun. I think that yeah. that balance. Yes. I, I can't say it enough. I just really think that's true of any sport, um, but especially one that has such a long grind where there aren't seasons. Um, and so so here, so I I want to provide some examples I have of for parents that are, have fun, and I'd love you to add to some. So one is let your kids fight you. Yes. So totally. I, yeah, my kids love just they love. Can I hit you, Dad? <laughs> uh, especially Nora, my my female, my yeah. one girl yeah. dog. She loves yeah. if she gets a chance to hit me. Um, and so and and, and with Elijah, yes. it's it's fun because like it already hurts. Like my nine year old, right. right. gone are the days when I can just let him go go hundred percent right. yeah. on me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another is the challenge them to do stunts. So like you can't yes. do it back. You can't do it back. Exactly. No way. Yeah, so they, exactly. They, and then uh, another one is uh, watch yeah. YouTube videos. So yes. I'll spend some time and, and, um, and, you know, look for cool ninja stunts or just like you know, exactly. awesome karate kicks. Um, exactly. And, and then, uh, and then one I did recently, I'm starting to do like everything Taekwondo. So like we did Taekwondo baseball when we were in Minnesota and then nice. the other day I did Taekwondo tetherball. And so, <laughs> so awesome. I'm just thinking about how can I, you know, how can I do Taekwondo cooking or, you know, nice, Taekwondo, nice. Taekwondo fishing or whatever, you know, like, yes, yes. um, just trying to put Taekwondo in front of any activity. Um, yes. and so anyway, so those are some ways that I've, um, I've had fun with martial arts, not, you know, outside of the dojang, you know, like in, in life. Yes. Um, I don't know if you have any other thoughts or. No, I, I think, uh, me as an instructor, um, I, I like also fighting with my students. They love going after the instructor. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. either a pillow fight or a noodle fight. You know, you get the noodles yeah, and you, right. you start hitting the kids and the kids come after you and then they tackle you and they then basically they're all on top of you and you're like, help, help, you know. And they, they love that. They, they love so, that. And, and just, again, you have to have a special, a special relationship with your students so then you can have fun. Uh, I, I, there's times that, that I don't want, you know, sometimes because I, you're overwhelmed or whatever, and then you're there and some, and you can tell some of the instructors are not having fun. Hmm. You know what I mean? And so we need, we need to put whatever aside and you, there's a way that you can always find something fun that you can do with the students or your, chil- your children. And yeah, fighting, they love to fight. They want to test those out. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. so yeah. 
Well, good. Well, any other closing thoughts? Again, the, the topic here is I just enrolled my child in martial arts. Now what? Any last words? No, I, I think the biggest thing is uh, for me is communication and expect expect uh, some some roller coaster with your children. It's going to happen. But the end result, if we team up parents and instructors, then then the end result is going to be great. Uh, and it's not going to happen overnight. It takes time. And that's why I always encourage anybody that's joining our team, because we're a team, is to at least give it six months. I, I don't have contracts, but give it a good solid six months, 100%. And, and, and you will leave with some major changes, even though maybe martial arts is not for you or your kids, but those six months is enough for you to learn some valuable lessons and to be a better leader for our community. I couldn't agree more, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Good. Well, thank you so much for joining me on this topic. We'll be doing more of them real soon. In fact, um, next the next one we're going to do is uh, things instructors hate about parents. Ay, ay, ay. So, Big subject there. That'll okay, be So fun. stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's going to be <laughs> stay a tuned stay for tuned that for that one. Hey, but before we right. leave, I want to I want to say yeah, a great yeah. comment. I, I'm very proud of what you're doing. You you have taken all this stuff seriously, and and you're helping other parents understand uh, what it takes to be a uh, taekwondo dad, you know, a ninja dad. Or, yes, yeah, and and, Thank you, and, I, and I appreciate you being part of my team. Uh, I take it seriously when you when you hit me up with something, and you have brought bright ideas. So I want to encourage you to continue doing this. And if you are a listener, uh, stay tuned. There's a lot of great things coming up. So, uh, and by the Thanks, way, sir. if you're looking for a Taekwondo school, hit us up. Oh yeah, Christian. Tell people where they yeah, can find you. Yeah, Christian Taekwondo League. Where uh, my number is two one zero three six five nine nine five zero. You can always go to sa dash Christian Taekwondo or Christian TKD.com. I know the greatest webmaster. Is Mr. Logan. He's my <laughs> webmaster. So if you have a problem with, if you need webs, get with him. But anyway, SA dash Christian. I'll tell you what I'll do. When I post this, I'll, I'll, I'll link to the there school. And so anybody listening to this podcast, just go to, go to taekwondaddy.com yes. and uh, find this episode. And um, there'll be a link to the yes. school. Thank you. Easy. Thank you. Done. God Done. bless you. And for those Thank listening, so God bless you also. And uh, I wish everybody the best, especially looking for the right martial arts school. Hey, thanks for checking out the Taekwondo Daddy podcast. With me, your host, Logan Ramirez. As I navigate not just learning martial arts, parenting, a martial arts student, and everything that comes with that. If you like what we're doing and want to support us, the best thing you can do is simply review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to us. You can check out our website, taekwondaddy.com, and visit our online store or sign up to receive news and updates. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Logan Seth Ramirez. But either way, get out there, train hard, and parties.